Welcome to episode four of Shifty Perspective. In this episode, we speak to Shuffle T, world-renowned battle rapper, comedian, author, and general funny guy. To be honest, this was so much fun to record, and I can't wait to have him back on the show. So please, without further ado, stay tuned and enjoy. Thank you very much. And we are live, hopefully. It says live. I believe that we are live right now. Um, if we are live, then you can see it. <laughs> if we aren't live, <laughs> then, well, then you can't. And it's just us and you can see it at a later date. Because That's the perfect test. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, there will be an intro before this, but just to say, this is Shuffle T, also known as Adam Willard generally known as Shuffle T. Probably just only his mother, I guess, and close friends know you as uh, Adam. Everyone else knows you as Shuffle. Mum calls me Shuffle as well, actually. Oh, does she? Really? Yeah. The Shufflemeister. Nice. <laughs> Do you, uh, have you always been a Shuffler? Do you always Shuffle around? And I'm big on Shuffling, mate. I love a Shuffle. Nice. I, was, I was big into magic back in the day, back when I was like, you know, a virgin. And so I was really into like card tricks and, and doing shuffles like that. That's why I name myself Shuffle. I say that's why. I mean, it doesn't really make any sense, but that's why apparently. When you say back in the day, back when you were a virgin, is this like a few weeks or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. COVID came at a really bad time for me. Now I can't <laughs> even lose it in this year. Sorry. <laughs> Very annoying. Well, uh, just to get things started, uh, anyone who doesn't know Shuffle T, he is a pretty well-acclaimed battle rapper, part of a uh, duo. Uh, would you say the better half of, um, of the duo of Shuffle T and Marlo? Yes, I would. Okay, yeah. yeah. Marlo <laughs> uh, actually declined to comment on this. So. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah, he knows, he knows <laughs> which side his bread's buttered. <laughs> and uh, uh, Shuffle T has just uh, released a book called The Advanced Rhyming Dictionary Multisyllabic Rhymes for Rappers and Poets. Is that right? happens to have it here. Yeah, that's oh, absolutely nice. right. Oh, nice. Multi-celebrant rides for rappers and poets. Yeah, hell of a book. You can buy yours today. Nice. And uh, where, whereabouts can you buy that from? Uh, you can get uh, shuffle-t.com slash shop. Nice. So that'll be. The name's a bit... Yeah, well, the, the name's almost a rap itself, isn't it? It's quite a long... Uh... Yeah, well, someone noticed a little while ago that if you take the initials of a of A-R-D-R-A-P... Advanced Rhyming Dictionary, Rappers and Poets. It's like our art of rap. It's like the art of rap. Like the art of rap. If you wanted to drop the teaser. Oh, it's like very yeah, American-esque. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So how long has it been uh, in, the, in the works, this book? How long did it take you to write? Um, all in all, it's been, it's been seven years since I started it. I started it back in 2012, I think, when I first really got into like rap battles and stuff like that. And um, it was just like a place to put my rhymes because it's weird rap battle. And it's like, it's the, one of the only mediums where you can only do your performance once. You can't like practice it yeah. on nights like comedy or music or theater or anything like that, where you get to do it over and over again and like, you know, shave bits of your, shave bits off or make it tighter or anything like that. You get to just do it once against the person you're against and then it just lives forever online. So all those rhymes that I was using that were kind of going nowhere, I just thought, well, I'll keep them in a little book. So I started that back in 2012. Then met Jamie Blees, who is the co-writer of the okay. book, uh, in 2014. And then things like 
ramped up a bit and we took it a bit more seriously. But we were never really meaning to uh, publish it necessarily. We wanted one for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But this was just like a little handwritten. We were literally doing it by hand in moleskins and stuff. So it was just kind of a labor of love, just something to do for fun. And then um, towards the well, beginning of last year, I just thought, why not get this, see if we can get this published? And uh, so we did, yeah. And how's it gone so far? How's the feedback from it? It's been really positive, actually. Yeah, yeah. we've got some like some some schools interested in it and stuff because I think like the way that we've set it out is so that it's like it's not just a rhyming dictionary full stop. It's also got like loads of space to add your own and like write write uh, you know rhymes or poems or haikus, whatever you want, in there. So like it's it's more to stimulate. It's not necessarily yeah. meant to be something that you just take the rhymes from and put them in your rap it's more like here's a writing prompt here's something to allow you to to get started in your writing and it's the 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 most rewarding sort of comments we're getting is that it's getting people back into writing people used to write when they were sort of in their teens or whatever nice who've left it and then they see the book and they're like oh shit i'll give that a go that's right here i guess so do you want to um (laughs) do you want to show or like uh you know how how does it i mean do you want to show how it works or but yeah sure So, like, I think with, with this reverse it, will you see it in reverse? Okay. Um, okay. Nope, I see it forward. I'm oh, not okay, sure about everybody else. So, like, what you do is, like, uh, one of the biggest problems I found with um, rhyming dictionaries is that, like, usually the amount of pages you can basically half, because half of it is just the index. Like, okay. there's usually about 250 pages of index because it's just lists of all the words. So if you're looking for a specific word, you have to go through all these things. And so we did the index phonetically, where you just sort of like write down the sounds. <coughs> Excuse me. And because it's all about like multisyllabics rather than standard sort of like traditional rhymes, like cat and mat and hat and those kind of things, sort of exact rhymes. These are more like more rough around the edges, playful sort of like rap, you know, the kind that you get in rap more often. Yeah. And so... Uh, that's all based around the assonance, which is the vowel sound rather than the exact consonants that it ends with. So, for example, if we've got things like here, this list is like um, iPod, Crime Watch, Cyclops, Whitewash, Lifelong, Guide Dog, Blind Spot, Sight Loss. And so all of those kind of go I, R. Yeah. But they don't end in the exact same letter, but it's, you know, it's more rough around the edges. And so, like, even even something like this, like, you can see how ideas could start to develop like that's just a one I've, I've randomly pulled out and there are three things there which are guide dog blind spot and sight loss and they're all sort of like related and you could be like oh i've got i suffer with sight loss i've got a blind spot so i need to have a guide dog and <laughs> and so it's, it's things like that it's meant to like get the creative juices flowing to sort of yeah. like see where the stories are going to lead you and also it's good for like obviously a big part of rap is freestyle mm-hmm. and freestyle is like it's a really difficult thing to, to get good at and you need loads of practice. And so this is like kind of a beginner's step for freestyle. You've got these rhymes here and you just have to like fill in the blank. So you'd be like, oh, I was listening to Dido. Then I went and got in and hopped in a lifeboat and, you know, it was attached by a tightrope and I caught it on my thigh bone and then I did it. Did it. <laughs> and then you can sort of like put the ideas together yourself. Nice. And that's like the first step of how to sort of, I don't know, develop a sort of feel for freestyle and timing when you rap and that kind of thing. This could be quite fun, like not even just for rappers, I think. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, I can imagine schools, but also even maybe, I don't know how, but some kind of party game, you know, you could have like some, 
yeah, something like that. Right. There, there is a part, there is a game element of it, and it's oh. one of my favourite things to do is the little game. So um, I do this, I do like a weekly quiz on my podcast. I've got a podcast as well called um, Something About Rhyme, which is all about like multisyllabics and rhyme and all the kind of different different ways that you can use it. And uh, there's always a quiz at the end, which is like it's set up like this. So if if the rhyme scheme is reboot, which is e u then I give you a clue for what the next thing in that scheme is. So reboot. The next one is uh, a big bird. What is it? Um, reboot and a big bird. Oh my god, I'm on the spot now. Eu. Uh, oh god, I can't even think. I'm off the spot. Time. Uh, Emu, oh my god. Yeah. Okay, you know what? We should get uh, maybe a couple of people who are commenting right now. Oh, okay, we've got a few people. Okay, there is a little bit of a delay, but maybe we could get some people to answer this in the questions. So I do another one? Yeah. All right, let's see. Um, okay, if the rhyme is hockey sticks, like, oh, eh, eh, then the... Uh, the clue is old school CD. Not really a CD, but what was before CDs? Okay, now this is probably going to be, <laughs> maybe this won't work because there's a, there's a delay of like 20 seconds. It's, it's also definitely not the best clue I've ever given. Okay. <laughs> what was before CDs? But, but the elements are all there. Hockey sticks and what comes next. Yeah, it's sort of like... Um, I, I think I've got it. Oh, but do you think you've got it? I th I think so, yeah. But um, uh -oh. <laughs> just see if anyone else is uh, if there's any comments. Give them a chance. Give them a chance. Yeah. They've probably just about heard it now. <laughs> so yeah. Um, oh, I already just someone just commented. Can we see some freestyle? Oh, ta <laughs> uh, someone's tape decks. Is the tape decks is a good idea, but it's, it's a good not, idea, but it's not the it's one. Not no. close enough with the oh and eh. No, hockey sticks. I so, think. What do you think? Uh, it is? <laughs> I guess we'll see the answer if someone says it right. Is it mini disc? Not mini disc. It's close. Oh. It's the, the last bit is right, but the first bit's off. You see, this is what the rhyme's all about. See, the, this is all about like the stressed syllables. So the stressed syllables are the ot and i. So it can't be mini disc because that's it and i, which would mm -hmm. be like whistle kicks or uh, fish and chips or spinning it on my fingertips or, or oh. things like that. But oh, it's like a shopping list or like what is this? I've got a I've got a list or whatever you know something like that. Oh, is it compact disc? Oh, that's good. All right, I'll, I'll say it now because that's <laughs> close enough, right? Or what did you think, Ash? Um, no, that that was my one. Oh, that's good. It so we well, floppy disc. Fluffy disc. Oh. Floppy disc. <laughs> okay. So we've just got compact disc isn't bad though because it's got the ot and ear. Yeah, nice. yeah. Okay, so yeah, we. we <laughs> I think someone's missed the point a little bit. They said tape decks. Um, <laughs> oh, floppy disk, yes. Uh, there's floppy disk, discs, and tape decks uh, just came in. And nice. Floppy disk is the one. Nice. Well done, Dean. Fair play, Dean. And uh, shame to everyone else. But <laughs> <laughs> better luck next time. <laughs> But yeah, it's that it's it's weird. It's quite a, it's it seems like quite a simple thing when you first hear about it, like yeah. multisyllabic rhymes being, you know, it it just feels like kind of maybe a step up or a step sideways to regular rhyme, and it it seems like a really simple thing to grasp, but it's it's teasingly difficult, and 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 it actually goes so much deeper as well. There are so many different ways to examine this rhyme, and there are so many different things to talk about it. It's so interesting. And um, it's all about, yeah, it's all about st syllable stress and sort of like 
pattern matching, you call it, where it's like, you know, things have to be in the exact same stress pattern in, in the same way and they have to be close but not exact and all this kind of thing. Yeah. There's, there's, there's so many different types of this rhyme um, that you probably hear all the time that you're just not that familiar with. And as soon as you get into it, as soon as you start hearing this kind of rhyme for what it is, then any of that old oh, like no. traditional rap you used to hear, just it doesn't feel as good. Yeah. You know? Or the classic rhyme, traditional rhyme, just doesn't feel the same. And then you start seeing it everywhere and you get obsessed like I do and then you write a stupid book. So you could probably write a few books on this, I guess. And there's gonna oh, be a I'm already working on the second one, yeah. Really? Nice. It doesn't stop, man. <laughs> How did you actually get into like I mean I've I've actually I've been I followed your don't flop stuff for a couple of years absolutely hilarious I got to say like honestly um I'm 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 a massive fan of hip hop and rap in general and hey. absolutely yeah love your stuff the the oh, like, thank you man for the rhymes is amazing so yeah how when did you how did you actually get into it cuz no well, offense you don't seem like a yeah, I get that. <laughs> so, like back in back, I've always been into it. Like I was watching a lot of battle rap back in the day. I, cool. I started battle rapping in 2012. I think okay. I was probably watching it from about 2008 or 2009, something like that. Um, which would have been yeah, God, I would have been like 18 or something like that. And um, I was watching a lot, and I, I liked Eminem, but like I, I, you know, that was it basically. I wasn't. I didn't have a very eclectic music taste when it came to rap. It was just like a couple of people who were popular or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then, when, yeah, when I started watching the battle raps and stuff, I, I got quite into it, and it's quite an addictive thing. It's like a rabbit hole. You start watching one, and then you watch the next one, and then the next yep. one. Then, <laughs> you know the feeling. Right? <laughs> so I watched so many, and I was watching them with my friend Marlo or Theo, yep. who became my uh, rapping partner and also just my best mate. And um, we, we were just like, oh, we should just give this a try one day. We should, oh, no, no, that's not it. Sorry. We were like, we should go to one of these one day. We need to attend one because nice. we've been seeing them on, online and we need to actually be there face to face. And so we went to one and we didn't know. It was in Shepherd's Bush. It turned out it was a freestyle event. Most of them are pre-written um, since like the written era, since about 2007 or something like that. So we expect it to be written, but it was freestyle. And this, honestly, this always sounds like a plot from a terrible film, but they were one person short. And I had previously said to uh, Freddie, uh, Freddie Scott Miller, who was the co-founder of Don't Flop, I had said to him, oh yeah, I rap, mate, because I was really blackout drunk. So I was like, yeah, I rap, mate. And he was like, oh, you said you rap, right? Well, we're one person short. And I was like, yes, oh. that's, good. that's fine. And so I went up there and had a battle and I was so terrible that people thought I was being ironic. Have <laughs> you ever been that bad at something that people think you're doing a bit? That people think that you're like above and looking in and parodying it. That's how bad you are and you're actually trying your very best. Because that happened. And I was like, I think I said something like, yo, I'll take you to France and start making you dance. And everyone was like, oh, that's so good. And, I, and that's so funny. You know, what a joke. And I was like, I really thought I was getting in with some hard-hitting bars. <laughs> but I was just nice. saying it into my head. And uh, so I got invited back for a written one. They invited you back. Because <laughs> yeah. they were like, oh, we like the sort of, <laughs> we like the parody edge you have with it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, me, yeah, me too. Uh, but then, yeah, so I came back and I sort of had like a, I tried to write uh, funny, but not parody because I, I really like it and I wanted to like pay respect to it. So I didn't want yeah. to be parody and be like, oh, look at this all scene. Very interesting. <laughs> so started writing and then uh, just kind of thought it would be a good vehicle for, to, to get a name for like comedy writing, which I wanted to get into at the time. Um, nice. And I do a bit of now. And 
so yeah, I just sort of followed through with it and here I am eight years later. Champion. You're still <laughs> champion, you're the champion, right? We're the doubles champion, yeah. Me and Marlo yeah. are the, the two and two champions of the UK, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you, what is it, Big J and Left Ear crying right now watching this. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're watching us with a happy tear. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Is it growing up? Is, is everything like, I mean, because I only, like, I've just been down the rabbit hole, so I only see yeah. this side of things from, yeah, from the other screen, other side of the screen. What, I guess, is everybody friends? Is it good? Like, you know, do you really upset each other ever? Do you ever see guys like, you know, storming off set or, you know, <laughs> punching someone on stage or throwing a drink out of anger? It's, it's basically all good. Like, it's, it's the, the, the thing that you don't expect about battle rap is how nice of a community it is. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's not great online. Online, there's a lot of, like, you know, head bumping. And you're never sure how much of that is character and how much of that is yeah. actually people, you know, but, but in person when you're there, everyone's friends with everyone pretty much. And it's, you'd be hard pushed to find someone who actually has a problem with someone else. And I think mainly the reason for that is because like, what is there to have a problem about? Because say you say you have a problem with someone, well, then you battle them. And then you say all the things yeah. that annoy about, and then you, you, you know, very rarely in those kind of instances do you actually just say everything that's on your mind and why that person's annoyed you. And then after that, there's such a feeling of elation and, and of like getting that off the chair. You just go for a pint, you both go, and you talk about, you know, oh, I loved your bit when you said this, and then everyone's just chilling out together. So it's a real community feel. Like, it's, it's not the same, every, that, that's Britain. I don't think that's the yeah. same in the US as much. Like, I think there is still a big feel, but like, there's URL seems incredibly serious. I've seen a couple of like, there's been a couple of fights when I've I, gone over. Oh, to, really? Yeah, there's been a, there's been someone punched someone in the face and someone kicked someone off the stage and it's uh, yeah, it's not it's not as tea and crumpets as it is over here and there. They're, they're not so so the, you know it does it does differ a bit, but basically everyone's everyone's all mates and everyone's all right. With cool. Each other, so, yeah. Whereabouts have you performed? Then you performed in America, Canada. America, Canada, uh, Denmark, Paris, and Australia, I believe. Nice. And Germany. Uh, I think I've seen, oh my God, I've seen Oh, and Germany. Denmark. Did I say Denmark? Yeah, you said Denmark, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, you're sponsored by Volvo, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to push that so hard. One day they will call back. Oh, that was absolutely brilliant. Like, oh, <laughs> again, anyone who hasn't seen... Um, any any of his uh, doubles raps you should check out uh, who is I can't remember who it's against it's, um, Nils Maskills and yes he's great uh, uh, oh god I've forgotten his name Henry Bowers Henry Bowers Henry Bowers is brilliant yeah, yeah he's good oh so, yeah nice um, and when when it happens in the UK like if when everyone is like friends and stuff do you do you kind of meet up outside of it and collaborate on things or is it you know not not if not with the person you're against. I mean, like if it's a two on two, then you meet up with your battle rap partner and you yeah. guys, you know, you write it together a lot of the time. But not you, you know what you're going to say, but it would take yeah. a lot of the sting out if you knew what the other person yeah, was going to say. So it's not like uh, some people compare it to wrestling, and it is similar to wrestling mm -hmm. in that you know it's all characters and bravado and that kind of thing. But we never actually go through it with each other. Um, because you want a bit of spontaneity. Yeah. And also there is still a competitive element and, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of effort to go around and hang out with someone that you're, you're trying to insult as much as you can. I'm trying to talk about why you're such a prick, but I've got it here. Can you, can you take a look at this for me? Yeah, sure. 
it's almost uh it's like it's really is like therapy it seems like i think it is a lot of it. yeah i mean a lot of the people in the battle rap scene need therapy i think quite <laughs> quite a lot so well that's a big uh, diss you put out just there <laughs> put it down like that man <laughs> but yeah i think i think it is a bit a, a bit of it it's, it's very like cathartic but it's also i mean i don't know how a lot of other people feel about it but it's also terrifying to like go up and do it because you never know what the other person's going to say they might genuinely harbor some real disdain for you and want to yeah. really embarrass you which has happened you know we've seen people be outed for having extramarital affairs halfway through a rap battle like very very holy shit yeah it's fucking i'm sorry i keep swearing it was was very intense it was very (laughs) intense um but um yeah and like you never know if someone really wants has a problem with you i suppose yeah can happen um and also you just you know there's 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 always this underlying fear that you're gonna that you're gonna choke and you're gonna forget your stuff which happens and and it's awful yeah i can imagine uh so yeah, fuck. Do you, yeah, if, if you guys like, if you choke on stage or you're, you're with someone who's choking, do you find uh, people are supportive of it? Or is it like, ah, you suck? It really is 50 50. I mean, you'll never get anyone booing. You never get yep. anyone booing okay. in the UK. You get it in the US sometimes, but not in the UK. Um, cool. Like, people will either be quiet, which is sort of painful. Worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people just like respectfully quiet waiting for you to remember because it's happened to me once in Newcastle. I think it was about a thousand people in the crowd. I was against a hometown guy and I just basically left it a bit late and I was writing stuff um, on the way up as well for a different battle and stuff like this. So like I hadn't really had a chance to practice as much as I'd like and I got to like the, I think the third round and I just completely froze up. And I, I, Looking back on the, and the, and the recording, it's about 10 seconds, but it was about four hours on stage. It's awful. Oh, it's God. So quiet, and it's so definitely quiet. And you just like, and I do this really, <laughs> it's one of those things where like, when you look back and you see it, you cringe all the way through because I'm like, yo. Oh, and then to buy time, I go, <laughs> like just coughing to try and buy time like, as, as I've got nothing to say like as if people would be like oh he's fine he's just clearing his throat and then it'll be right back in the action no I've forgotten everything I wrote oh no I guess I you lost that I actually won it no <laughs> I did actually win that one <laughs> well when you're this good mate oh yeah is that you just have to show up and just kind of like give a yo and that's it yeah. and then there. I just I flexed, I coughed and I yoed and I got out of there. Three nil. Yeah, three nil. It was only one <laughs> round. <laughs> <laughs> but you beat him three nil. Nice. Levels, mate. There are levels. How, how how long do you guys like how do you how long do you have to prepare for something? Like is it do you find out like a week before you've got this opponent or obviously I don't it's, know if you can give this away because this might be trade secrets. No, I don't think anyone would mind. Uh, it's, it's not usually that short notice. Sometimes it's a week. Um, sometimes it's 24 hours, but like if it is a 24 hour notice, then the audience will know that if you know what I mean, like they'll be yeah. told that this was 24 hours or this was late prep. Um, so there's a sort of expectancy you get, you know, as the crowd that, um, you know, you give them a bit of leeway. Um, but usually I'd say anywhere between two weeks and a month. Okay. But that battle that you mentioned earlier, the Germany one against Nils Miskills and Henry Bowers, that was a year in advance. Wow. Well, that it, was. It got cancelled once, and then we had like, so we had, yeah, about a year to, to work. Obviously, we didn't do it every day. <laughs> yeah. We left it till pretty late, you know. As you do. <laughs> yeah, we left it till about 
two months, which okay. is, is still quite a lot of time. But like, you know, there's no need to write the whole time. No. But, uh, but yeah, it, it, so it can, it can depend. It can depend. We've, we've got some more people, by the way, uh, who are asking for another chance to... Oh, they want another challenge? Yeah, yeah another challenge. All right. And someone well, just said, shuffle T here on Shifty, killing it, smashing it, rapping swiftly. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> nice. They might have just, they might have just uh, earned themselves a spot in uh, my top five. <laughs> top five. Nice. Okay, <laughs> all right. Come on, Eminem. Let's, uh... All right, let's, 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 let's knock this out of the park. Okay. Um, here we go. That's a nice one. Okay. Uh, beauty Queen, that's the rhyme, Beauty Queen. And remember, you're thinking of ooh and een. The middle syllable doesn't matter that much. That's what we call like an unstressed or a dead syllable. Uh, so you're not, it still needs to have a middle syllable, as in the beauty, but it's like Beauty Queen. Okay. So don't worry so much about the middle syllable, just think about the first and last. Um, and I'm going to say um, one arm Bandit. That's the clue. Okay, so rhyme is beauty queen, clue, one-armed bandit. Okay, I'll just put that in the comments. <laughs> this is quite weird, actually, because I wasn't sure how it would go. Because always doing the live thing, you never get, you know, it's not as, you don't get as many views as necessary uh, afterwards, people download Right, it. right, right. Um, and so I was a bit worried that, you know, maybe I'd suggest it and, like, no one would say anything. I just <laughs> have to really fail at doing something. You just pretend people are commenting to me to make yeah. me feel better. Oh, there's loads, mate. 300 oh. comments. Oh, they're all saying Shuffle's the king. Uh, actually, I think they said that I'm the king. Um, oh, really? Oh, okay. That seems uh, weird that they say that. They, they say, what well, someone says, uh, let's have a rap battle, Ash versus Shuffle T, and then we've got... Um, <laughs> Uh, so my my last name is Clatworthy. So someone's put Clatters is there though in disguise. Oh shit, he's right there. Surprise, surprise! <laughs> my God, he's pretty nifty. What do you expect? It's shifty, shifty. <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs> and we got uh, so if you are out and about and overhear an interesting conversation. Oh no, fuck! <laughs> I was reading it as a question to you. <laughs> oh, I... was it another rap? No, I I thought it was a rap, but it's just a question. Like, oh, <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to put a spin on it. Yo, yo, trying to <laughs> rap an unrhymable sentence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let me just refresh you. See if we've got any answers. Is anyone, someone must have got it. That was a good. That was an easy clue, I think. Um. Oh, no. What did I say? No, no one. We've got radio silence. Mugs. Oh, uh, beauty queen, chasing the dream. No, no. It's too many syllables. Okay. That's one, two, three, four for chasing the dream, but fruit. Uh, but beauty queen is only three. So it should be three syllables then. Yeah, it should just sound like Duda D, like Stuart Lee or Judas Priest or Human League. Okay. Uh, truly mean. Truly mean. That works, but it's not the right one. Looking lean. Looking lean. It's funny because sometimes when you when you see some certain ones, you have to like force the one to, yeah. to work. Looking yeah. mean. It's poetic license, right? I mean, oh yeah, hundred percent. Eminem does it all the time. If he can yeah. do it. Are you? Uh, whilst people are um, whilst people are responding, or, or maybe people <laughs> maybe they're giving up. Yeah. Uh, come on, guys. Uh, yeah, we've only got these few ones. Um, 
do you are you like do you listen to hip hop much yourself? Yeah, I listen to hip. I'm pretty particular with all my like whatever kind of music I'm listening to. I'm very particular. I listen to the same kind of people quite a lot. So I d- I don't have the most eclectic okay uh, music taste. But I mean, yeah, Eminem is a sort of you know an old shirt that I throw on now and then when I'm yeah. feeling cozy and that. Um, I love Royce to Five Nine, Slaughterhouse, uh, Crooked Eye, everyone in Slaughterhouse individually, Horseshoe Gang, um, uh, Frank Ocean. Um, yeah, there's, there's, uh, yeah, Kanye is brilliant. I kind of like anyone who I feel like pays quite a bit of attention to what they're writing. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's sort of wherever, like I'm not, I'm not, I know it's kind of like, fashionable to not be into them anyway but i'm not that into the sort of like mumble rap trap yeah, heavy kind of thing as much mm-hmm. um well they rhyme Drake, the same things as well yeah exactly it's very repetitive i do like a bit of grime but i'm not as into grime as i as i should probably be do you like it Are you like much UK? yeah i like dave and i like uh stormzy and that but i'm not really very good with grime i don't i don't know that much i think it's because like the exceptions of people like Stormzy and Dave, who I think, yeah, write really, really well. But a lot of the time, it's lazy. Again, a bit repetitive sometimes for me. Yeah. What about like UK hip hop? Because there's a great scene I, of that for you. I love Rhyme Asylum from back in the day. Yes, I listen to them nice. like every day. Amazing. Uh, all yeah. the time. I'm hoping to get skirmish from Rhyme Asylum onto um, my podcast soon. Actually. Oh, nice. He's, yeah. He's, he's like he used to come to the battles all the time. And um, yeah, he's he's an amazing writer. Oh, and, incredible! Uh, Absolute genius. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get. I'm hoping to get. Yeah, I love Rhyme Asylum. That's basically what I'm listening to in my whole isolation. It's just been nothing but, but that. And like Lee Scott, I like as well and stuff. Yeah. Cool. I I, I absolutely love the yeah the UK hip hop scene. So, I think it's 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 just it, it's too underground in the sense of I wish that some of the guys got more exposure. You know, Jam Baxter and yeah. Chester P and yeah, Jam these Baxter, guys are yeah, yeah. absolute incredible. The wordplay and, and not even just the rhymes, but like the the levels to which they go to the references and the, oh, it's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we've really got cool. a couple cool. more. Um, okay, Houdini. <laughs> no. <laughs> <What>? no. Houdini. <laughs> to like Zucchini and Luigi. Uh, someone's right. Uh, I don't know even how to say that. Djibouti? <laughs> oh, Djibouti, like the, the country. Djibouti, yeah, I guess. D-I-G-I, uh, D-I-J-I. Yeah, it's that tiny little uh, African country, I think. Djibouti. No, Venuti? Venuti, no. These are obscure. Beauty queen. That's the... <laughs> right, shall I just say it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It was fruit machine. One-armed bandit, you know, those things. Fruit machine oh. with a beauty queen. <sighs> the okay. Okay, so maybe what we can do is we can give, you can give one more to them and we'll just leave it for a bit. We'll carry on talking and let them, you know, spend um, the next, maybe they need like, All right. I want maybe the next podcast you. they will have come up with an answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm tempted to give a really difficult one, <laughs> like um, like African American. No, that's too long. Do, do, do not too difficult. Character development. 
Oh, that's good. And national intelligence. Now, I'll get I'll, I'll get my book. I'll get one from the book because that's just okay. two and three syllable ones. Yeah. Oh, have you got me? Yeah, so your your um internet is. Uh, is it Dodge? Yeah, it keeps uh it says shuffle and then it goes red, so it's kind of shuffling. Yeah. Every day. All right. What about? Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Okay, I'll give you one that's like a classic. Everyone in rap battles and rap uses this pairing, right? So it can't be that difficult. Okay. okay. I'm gonna give the the scheme is dinosaur, like dinosaur, I and or, and then the clue is um a bone in the body. Or a set of bones. And that's the clue. So dinosaur, dinosaur, eye or, and a bone or set of bones in the body. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to scroll up because there was a, that's a question that I tried to wrap. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so if you are out and about... <laughs> <laughs> and you overhear an interesting conversation. Have you ever randomly burst in with rap? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Please but do. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it won't happen in my lifetime. Oh, you but should. I always overhear people, and then in my head, I'll I'll do a rhyme to it. Or if so, a lot of the time, someone will just say something in conversation, and and it'll rhyme, and I'll have to internalize the fact that I'm really excited by it. Like someone said once. Have you seen the vacuum cleaner? I saw that. Have you seen the vacuum cleaner? And I was just like, ah, oh, I like that. That's <laughs> a completely, completely normal thing to say. Have you seen the vacuum cleaner? Oh I'm so excited over the most like mundane things. Someone once um, saw a uh, a sign in one of those deli bits in like a in a shop, and it said um, Italian chopped tomato with basil and oregano, which is like a seven syllable. Rhyme Italian chopped mm. tomato with basil and oregano. It sounds so nice, and I was just like, they told. I was like, why are we a bunch of people who get excited about a sign in a deli? Why has that become our lives? <laughs> you must be yeah. loving the lockdown, then. You're, this is probably uh, doing. Oh, mate, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I've been working on the book nonstop. I've just been nice. writing rhymes. I was doing. I was doing a bunch of like. Um, uh, lockdown blues videos where I was just like just send me information about someone who's in lockdown and I'll write a rap and I was just doing that because I just love rhyming stuff nice just cool. love it oh I think we got answers by the way hi spinal cord that's it yes well done everyone yeah let's go <laughs> great and a, a few people said that so I mean nice. the first person said it and maybe the others just copied them but um, I'll give give you it all. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> I, I like this. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind doing. Oh, Skeletor! Skeletor. <laughs> Someone's posted just late and late. Okay, I'll uh, I'll I'll just say well done. <laughs> quickly delete them. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> uh, lost track of where where where, where we were. You um, lockdown blues. Hey, whoever got dinosaur first, um, 
uh, get them to send me their name and I'll send them a copy of the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice one. Out. Great. Easy okay. I'm a billionaire. I can do that. Nice. Great. I'm a, lit- a multi-billionaire from, this, from the sales of this. Multi-billion selling. Billions of rhymes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. At least maybe trillions. If you sold them all for like you know ten cents a rhyme, you'd definitely be a billionaire. Yeah, even a humble a humble fifty p each, I'd be laughing, Whoa. I'd be giggling. Nice. <laughs> um, do you do you make do you write normal rap like yourself? Like, I, I write I write normal rap for myself, like, like songs. I, I I I don't really yeah I, put, I don't really put it out there as much like I, I might do a parody one now and then or not a parody but like a jokey one like I did one about being locked down in isolation and how you just wank all the time. And, <laughs> I, mate, you know, I saw on your uh, kind of Instagram. I think. <laughs> yeah. <that's> a... <laughs> oh, I but like um, I don't, know, I don't do that many serious things because like I I, I don't know like. I think the word comedian is really cringy, but like I guess I sort of try to be more like a comedian. I I do a bit of stand up now and then, and, and I like writing comedy and things like that. So I don't want to take myself too seriously. So sometimes I write stuff and just keep it for myself, but it's usually on like a very specific theme, like you know, a, a song about Marvel or bloody The Simpsons or something like that. Something that, yeah, not not too serious, but like a, a bit serious, I guess. Hmm. Okay. Do you think you'll ever put out um, any of that stuff? Like, as do you ever? Would you release a a, a single or an album or EP or? Probably not anything like that. Like, the, the, probably the most likely thing I do is put it on my. I've got a Patreon account, yeah. and like now and then I just put up random bits on there. So I'll probably put them up on there and just be like, you know, if you want to listen to this, then fine. But I, I, I wouldn't really, unless it was comedy, I wouldn't put out an album or anything like that or or, or an EP, just because. Like I said, I think, I don't know, I've sort of spent ages cultivating this sort of like comedic rap Mm -hmm. character and I think I'd be in real danger of being, you know, when people just do that and you're like, why is Bradley Walsh releasing an album? Why why is that happening? (laughs) And, 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 you know, I I would hate to, not that I'm as big as Bradley Walsh, one day. Oh, sure. uh, but yeah, it's, it would just sort of be a bit like that, a bit weird. So yeah, I think I think I probably. The thing I'm more interested in is like rhyme theory and, okay. and that kind of thing. Like I love the idea of rhyme, like multi-syllabic rhyme, and, and and the history of rhyme and that kind of thing, like taught in schools and stuff like that. And I love the idea of um, teaching people how to rhyme for like mnemonics. And there are so many uses of rhyme. Like it's so therapeutic and it's so like satisfying it's it's like a fun hobby it's, it's a way to play with language just like another yeah. way to you know playing with language which is fun for lots of people anyway like it's just it's one of those things where you, you sort of the more into it you get the more you realize that it's this massive puzzle that you don't even know that you have all the pieces for and, yeah you know, it's just really fun to, to mess about with so i'm more interested in that side and trying to make it i guess a bit more taking more seriously because Right, his historic like rhyme and poetry and that kind of thing. That's all seriously, but the sort of rap, rhyme that you get in rap and modern spoken word and stuff, it's not. You can't really find much of it. You know, mm-hmm. there's it's, there's not. It would never be taught in schools. I don't think. You know, if if someone doesn't try to make it, it's um. But it's it's unbelievably interesting. It has so many layers to it that I don't think 
a lot of academics perhaps give as much credit as it deserves. I agree um, completely. So yeah, yeah. That, that's that's where I'm at with it. I just want to sort of make more people aware of it, and it's incredible um, appeal, really. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. So that's why in the, in the podcast, it's all I'm going on about is just like you know, analyzing people's rhymes and sort of breaking it down and looking at the complexity of it and the different devices and, you know, anything that I can think of with rhyme because it, it you know, I've done eight episodes now or oh. seven episodes and after the fight, you know, I sort of explained what the type of rhyme was and I was like, oh God, what else am I going to talk about? And then I realized that it just never stops. You just, there's more and more all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm losing you. You're breaking up a bit. And are we here? <laughs> well, we can't have um, shuffle tea right now. Basically, uh, what happened? It glitched out. We were doing a rap battle, and he just left because uh, I'm the king of the rap battles, apparently. Uh, shuffle, if you can hear this, uh, actually, yeah, hopefully you can't hear this because because you probably would beat me, I guess. Uh, what is happening with your video? You are, we're going to pause this. Okay, and we're, we're back. back in business. We're back in yeah, business. Yeah. Cool. Okay, there might be a little bit of audio editing for the uh, podcasting to be to be uh, done. So sorry, Billy, for the guy who's doing that. Um, <laughs> uh, it says your uh, signal shuff, uh, shuff, shuffling in and out. <laughs> okay, no. your uh, sig- your signal is flashing in and out. So if um, uh, so. Sorry, Matt. I don't know what to do with it. It's, it seems like it's okay. It says full, but yeah, it might be might be messed up. Is it okay for the moment? Yeah, yeah, it's okay for the moment. I'll just check. Uh, oh, can can both see and hear you? Okay, cool. Um, cool. Oh, and there's lots of comments. Um, <laughs> oh, I think you've been challenged. Someone's challenged someone to a rap. No. Oh God, there's, it's all it's all rap battles. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, I actually, I wouldn't mind uh, at some point, uh, maybe not now, but at some point I'll, I'll send you over. I, I write, write quite a lot of um, rap myself. Oh, yeah? So, um, but more, it's, it's more serious, uh, like, uh, I guess, political and kind of philosophical, profound stuff. Like, so I wouldn't, wouldn't mind uh, having an analysis yeah. done of, your, um, uh, uh, of some of my bars at some point. Maybe. It'll cost you. It'll cost you. Twenty-five thousand pounds. Twenty-five thousand. Whoa! Oh my yeah. god. Perverse. Uh, perverse. Well, luckily, I only yeah. write. Um, I only write haikus. <laughs> <laughs> That's more. That's thirty k. Oh fuck! Don't. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. It just <laughs> rules and rules. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You you didn't make them right. The gods of rap battle made them. I didn't, but I mean, I did, but I didn't didn't, didn't want to. <laughs> Oh, there's a comment here saying that uh, Boris needs to work on this country's Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, true. And, put uh, out, mate. Definitely. <laughs> and another question is, I know that your passion is rap, but do you have a favourite poet that you could recommend? Um, no, I'm not that into poetry, if I'm honest. And okay. I think that's probably more a lack of interest i don't know is it i was reading someone the other day um something bird can't remember her name um i like uh, uh what's his name 
the guy. Um, but yeah, no, I just I'm not I'm not into it enough to have a favourite really. I never really found myself that interested in it. I don't know why because obviously there's so many similarities and and people talk about the similarities all the time and they are um, you know in abundance. I just find it a bit sort of impenetrable for me. I, I find it something I'm quite a passive um, listener or a passive if like watcher of films or TVs or anything like that. So if I read something, I want it to be quite easily accessible. I don't want to have to like, I don't like reading something that I have to work towards understanding necessarily. I don't mind if there's like a metaphor or a message behind it, but I just, I, yeah, sometimes I find some poetry too um, impenetrable. But Charles Bukowski, I like, who is quite straight talking and, uh, and stuff, but he's probably dated a bit now, but he's, he's mm-hmm. yeah, I enjoyed like, reading him. Cool. Nice. Uh, and what about your? This is this is a question actually from me, not from someone who's typing. Um, uh, what about uh, for your rap battles? What was your favourite um, out of the ones that you've done? And maybe if it's the same one, what would you say defines you the most out of those? Which one defines me? Uh, I would say um, I was quite happy with my battle versus Anton Murphy who is a chap who was on Big Brother. Um, and really? Yeah, he was on Big Brother. He came out, he had a battle against someone and then just started calling out people who had been doing it for ages. Um, or at least a long, you know, longer than him. And then um, he was the only person I battled who I genuinely disliked, who I really, really to, like, embarrass a bit. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, so there's a bit more venom in that one than there is in other ones. Like, because I'm genuinely, there's, there's real dislike for it. There's real yeah. dislike. But I think the one that defines me the most is probably um, my one against a guy called Heretic, who okay. um, he's like, he's a vegan. And so my whole first round was about veganism and stuff like that, which was yep. a lot of fun. And then the second round was the first time I tried um, to do what, what we call like a concept round, where the whole round... Because um, Battle Rap is broken into three rounds, right? So the, the whole round is just sort of like one concept, one idea. Yeah. And it was just like a conversation, an imagined conversation that I had with someone in a uh, a coffee shop about how I didn't know who Heretic was. So <laughs> someone comes up and he's like, oh, do you know Heretic? And I'm like, no, sorry. And he just keeps trying to explain it to me and I just keep not knowing who he is. Brilliant. And... Uh, and that goes, that, that's like one of my favorite rounds that I think I've written. And so I think that one defines me a bit like the most because it's kind of like a comedy sketch, which is what I write as well, you know, in my spare time, that kind of thing. So it's a nice mixture of the two things, rap and comedy sketches. Do you do stand up then as well? I, I have done stand up. Yeah, I did, I did do in the past um, for about a year, I'd say. Uh, it, it wasn't really for me. I was doing sort of like, um, one-liners and stuff like that and I, I do like writing one-liners when they come to me and, and it is fun to like practice being on stage and stuff um mm-hmm. but there's a lot of dislike about doing stand-up and most of them are other comedians yeah and like, <laughs> like i mean if, if you, <laughs> you don't want to if, if you're doing it right you should yeah, go on i would say you don't want to be what you hate <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> i think like 
if, if you're doing it well, like if you're being active in it, then you should probably be going to like three nights a week mm-hmm. on like these open mics to try and get, you know, and, and let me tell you, like there are 15 people usually minimum on any one night. So then you're seeing 15 times three, which is 45 a week, 45 times four a month is, you know, nearly two. So over a year, you're seeing a ridiculous amount of comedians. They're all doing five minute sets and like obviously some of them are amazing but a lot of them are just like people who come and they go so uh trump like what's that about and then that gets a laugh and then they go and uh brexit like what who uh who thought brexit <laughs> and like this is one of the things i'm afraid about when we come out of the lockdown is that stand up for the next five years is just going to be people going so uh coronavirus was a bit weird wasn't it was a bit oh odd. My God. Do, that? do you find it a bit odd and i'm just gonna be like no i am leaving the building so yeah it wasn't it wasn't my kind of scene i did enjoy it a bit but it wasn't enough for me to stick around for more than a year yeah i i can imagine personally i, I like the idea of it but i would not want to have to go through the whole that whole 15 times three etc i'd rather just yeah. jump up and 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 be at the point where you don't have to deal with all that yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. you want to just get on do your five minutes and then bounce out and everyone goes see you later have a good yeah. one but no you always have to stay you always have to get there on time and early and stuff yeah also oh, it was costing me a fortune in drinks because they're always pubs mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like there's no comedy nights that are open mics that aren't a pub and so yeah. and you normally have to bring a friend to, to like, you know, they bring a night. So then you, you feel guilty that you're making someone come and see your stand-up show for the fifth time. So you're buying them drinks and you're buying yourself drinks to get like <laughs> Dutch courage and you spend like four grand a week on, on beer. No wonder comedians always go on about being broke. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> have, you, uh, have you been to uh, Edinburgh uh, Fringe? I have been, yeah. I went, I went um, I think I've just been there once a couple of years ago. Uh, it was really, really fun. It's very intense. Mm-hmm. Like just, just to watch. I mean, I was just, a, I, was just I, I co-wrote something with my friend um, Rob Broderick, which he performed. Uh, he goes under a band of man, and um, he had a shout there that I co-wrote. So I was there with work and to see that, cool. and it was a really fun experience. But yeah, very intense, very mm-hmm. intense. It's just yeah. sort of, it's you know, there's only so many times you can sit down for an hour in complete silence, and then go somewhere else and do the same thing again. It is yeah. enjoyable, but I think I'd go for like a day, but then that's yeah. not really worth it the same way. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah. I, I, I went there last, uh, no, two years ago, and I stayed with a friend just outside of, uh, in Bathgate, which is just like 15 minutes oh, yeah. outside of Edinburgh. So it was really nice because I felt, I got the same feeling about it being intense, but we were able to go in yeah. and then go back to his, have a break, you know, and then maybe, you know, that's nice. the next afternoon and, or evening, just come for a bit. Yeah. That's the way to do it, I think. Probably, yeah. I can imagine, though. You know, even even with your book, it could you could do something there that would could go down quite well. I think. Well, I've been doing something recently. I've been doing some like, um, <laughs> despite saying I'm not that into poetry, I've been doing like poetry nights. I've been oh, performing at them. Because I'm doing... <laughs> but I'm not doing poetry. I'm not. Doing edit poetry. that out if you want the whole bit before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my sponsors are going to drop me like that. <laughs> I don't have any, but um, no, I, 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 what, I, what I've been doing is like, because um, there's nowhere else to do this. It, it's just poetry nights are the place where it fits in. I've been doing things like um, uh, talking about, 
you know, to, to basically having this kind of conversation, but on stage and also doing things like, I've got this thing called a rhyme circle where you start at one word and you rhyme the things and you come back to the original word, but there's like mm. information in there. And um, I've got this, <laughs> my sort of like closer is that I can, I can recite pi to about 250 or 300 numbers because I rhyme it all. And so I can rhyme the whole of pi to an audience and that's what I do. And I thought that would be really, really boring and people would boo me up, but people seem to think it's vaguely interesting. So Whoa. I do that. Could you, could you give me like 10 numbers? Yeah, sure. So I, I, I never, I don't have the first few memorized cause I just know them. So it's 3.14159 and then it's, um, the Christmas tree isn't great, which is 5358, uh, but I'm, in heaven, 97. I'm in glee, 93. Very pleased, 23. With Jason Bourne's dick, 84, 6. Um, I think that is 10. <laughs> and then, and so it's, like, it's the whole story that rhymes. So then it's like, Jason Bourne's dick, and his dick is there. And then his dick gets hit with a jellyfish, which is 26. And then it gets hit with War and Peace, which is 43. And then he gets, uh, and then along comes Kurt Cobain, which is 38, who has a serving spoon, which is 32. And he eats, uh, he tends Everson Price, which is 79, and then he eats a rich tea, which is 50, and then a pepper steak, which is 28, and then there's Jason Bourne again, which is 84 again, and then it goes on and on and on and on and on. How long did, it, how long did you spend on that? <laughs> you know what? Not as long as you think. Only two years. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was like, it was like, uh, it probably did. Every 50 digits that I remember probably takes about two hours to learn. So it's not that long because like it's when you make it into a story, it's, it's just, you're just remembering that story and the images yeah. are really clear and I just have to rhyme the image. So when I see Jason Bourne, I just know that's 84 and there's no other number that can be. And if, if it's similar to something else like 59 and 69 sound very similar, then I'll begin the word with an F. It'll be like mm -hmm. fishing line for 59. Um, rather than 69, you know, things like that. So nice. And, yeah. and this is what I mean about like the, the capability of this kind of rhyme. You know, who would have thought that you could use a rhyme to, you know, memorize 250 digits of pi? But it's, it's, it's all there and you can do it. Yeah. You, does your, that's uh, what I do. Does I love doing live know? stuff like that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I failed math so bad. Yeah. The only thing I can do is just say numbers. <laughs> oh, we've got a couple more. Um, I'm sorry, just, it keeps refreshing. So there's a few more. Because um, oh, of the uh, internet's dropping out, someone said this is like Apollo 13. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a question. What's the most offensive line you've ever rapped? Ah, uh, this is, right. It's probably... You know how, it's not even that insulting on the face of it. It's just the, the fact that you say it at all. But we said to a one guy, we just basically said, um, I can't remember the exact words now. We were calling his girlfriend ugly, which is a really horrible thing to do, but there's no line in battle raps, right? So you just, you have a go at everyone. And so we were saying his girlfriend was unattractive. Or that he, she, he was, she was punching above her weight with him. And... Um, we said something like, um, like our advice is keep her alone in a dark place. If she's a trophy wife, she's a trophy for last place. <laughs> uh, keep her alone in a dark space. If she's a trophy wife, she's a trophy for last place. And that was, I, I, I felt pretty, 
pretty nasty saying that because I was thinking, what's here? Thank God he had broken up with her by that point. Ooh. But um, <laughs> if not, she could have just been there and like, why are you bringing me into this? And we'll be like, I've lost you again. Oh, am I back? Oh, you are back. And I just okay. got about five seconds of... <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is what I said. Yeah. I said double, double time wrapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of the time it's just... Oh, I'm losing you again. And stuff, but now and then, you just sort of put... Oh, no. I don't know what to do. Shall we try and... Um... I don't know if it's your your connection has gone green again. I'm guessing it's and it keeps going between green and red. Um, right. If it drops out again, then maybe we should just um, switch to video and just just turn off and just have audio. I mean, sorry, just have audio, not switch. Yeah. To sure. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we just look at our, <laughs> look at us. Yeah. Oh, I've got another question. Um, uh, have you ever? considered or have you done workshops for disaffected teens i think you would be great and what a great way of developing a passion for words <laughs> that's a very nice idea oh we, 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 did you say disinfected uh, teens? <laughs> maybe I, I would hope that's the minimum i ask that's the minimum i ask my teens is to be disinfected well what was it two minutes yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I have done some like workshop stuff. I've, I've done some stuff with schools and, and, and stuff um, like after school clubs now and then um, for like 11 to 12 year olds just to learn sort of writing raps. And uh, um, we did a, when, when we were, it was a couple of years ago, Don't Flop, which is the, the, the league that I was doing a lot of battling on, battling on um, did a whole day at a school, which was really cool, where it sort of like taught kids to, make a rap battle for, for and against uh, like uh, renewable power sources and stuff like that. So it's a way of sort of going, here's a way to interact with rhymes. And also, you know, you have to answer these questions in your GCSEs, like what are the, force, the nice. pros and cons of this? So it's just a nice way to do that. Um, but yeah, I'd, I, I would like the idea to work with kids more, but I'd, I find, I think maybe my, the, the way I could help mostly in that is to sort of have a school of thought that I would give to other people. I don't think mm -hmm. I would actually be that good with kids. I don't know how patient I am. And, and also like, there's, there's just something that doesn't seem that palatable about like a middle-class white posh guy going into like a London school and being like, Hey, do you want to learn rap? And uh, you know, cause they'd be like, well, why are you the person to teach me to do that? You know what I mean? So like, yeah. although, although I'm interested in doing that kind of thing, I don't necessarily think I'm the best person do it i don't think it's my my place it's mm -hmm. much better to have someone who is who comes from a place where they they have done rap since they were a kid and they loved it and that's what got them fans about it like i would love yeah. to yeah um <laughs> if you could repeat the last part about um uh well i didn't hear it <laughs> you you were saying yeah you were saying um someone from who's grown up experiencing rap and that's all i heard uh, yeah i think i think that someone who has grown up listening to rap their whole life and feels a bit more part of the culture than i am like I'm sort of by by extension i'm part of the culture yeah because i do battle raps and stuff but i represent a part of the culture that isn't the true culture 
Yeah, I understand. If that yeah. makes sense. Like the true culture is, you know, uh, you know, more of a working class route. You know, that kind of thing. If people want to see people who have, you know, been through something and come out the other side of it, not like a middle class white guy who has lived his whole life yeah. at one point and basically continued all the way through it. Like it's not really <laughs> space. It's not. It's not my fight to to win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's sort of like you know how loads of people had problems with um Maya Jama doing like body positivity they were like you're not allowed to do that you're a size eight you're fine <laughs> you can't be like oh body positivity because you're you know you're not overweight do you know it's that kind of thing it's that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing I think I understand I think um <sighs> I don't know. It depends how you, how you actually put yourself across. I mean, if you, if you come in, if you went into like an inner city school, acted as if you were from the hood and you were, you know, yeah. ghetto, whilst obviously not being, then that would be a lot different. But I think, you know, if you, if you came in, like, if you came in dressed how you dress normally, which is, you know, reasonably smart, I'm, you know, I, from what, I, what I've seen, um, <laughs> I, I think that people, people respect that, you know, like, as in if, if they came in, if you come in and they show your actual talent, they see your actual talent, then I, I guess it transcends so. I, that, you know? I think, I think it's just one of those things where like, it just doesn't sit that well with me. I, I love the idea of being like involved in it and, you know, coming up with, yeah. with you know, for want of a better word, like a curriculum. Yeah. I would probably just feel a bit sort of, you know, white guilt. <laughs> white <it>. guilt. <laughs> uh, so there's a, someone's asked, did Eight Mile inspire you? Inspire me. Um, do you know what? I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I must have watched Eight Mile before I knew about Bara. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think when I watched Eight Mile, I was like, oh, this is this is kind of cool. Crazy! It's like this dark, dank sort of like, you know, gritty underground. The police would come and bust it up. And yeah. like, obviously, in the UK and in America, it's just not. It's not really like that anymore. Like it probably was a bit more like that in the maybe in the nineties or something like that. Mm-hmm. But now um, it's very presentable. But like, I, I think I, I was a massive, massive Eminem fan. So yeah, I think it probably did inspire me to cool. try and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll write, I'll write rap and stuff. But. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why. Um, just everyone I know is is a is pretty much an Eminem fan. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He just didn't really miss a market. Were you into him? I was into Eminem. Um, I, I, not as much as I've always been into UK hip hop. Like that's like and old school American hip hop. So like I, I mean Eminem is pretty old school, but you know I like um, I like. Black Star, I like Jurassic Five. Um, yeah, generally, even really old stuff, you know, like I guess um, NWA and Grandmaster Flash and stuff like that. Like, so I was already into rap when, when sure, I, sure. Eminem. I liked his stuff, but then at the point that everyone was really getting into him, I started getting into, you know, the UK scene was flaring up a little bit. And, you know, I, I was getting into like Chester P and Farmer G and their task force. Right, so- but yeah, but yeah, I mean, as a rhymer, obviously yeah, he's, no. he's incredible. Oh, uh, yeah, big, do you know Scroobius? Yeah, Pips? he is good. He is good. You're kind of lagging a bit on one. Oh, really? I do, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, he was planned, well, there was, there was a while where he was possibly going to have a rap battle. Um, 
like I filmed one, but I don't think it happened. He was gonna, I think it was about gonna be against Mark Grist. Okay. It was a um, a teacher turned poet turned rap battler turned back to poet. <laughs> like, um, and he he went viral a few years back with a against um, so it was like teacher versus student was how it was built, and um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was meant to have a battle, but it never materialised. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Too, too many sort of too much red tape around what he could and couldn't say because he was a bit more of a name. But yeah, I remember he said, "Yeah, that track, um, that shall always kill." That oh, one, brilliant! It? Yeah, yeah. Is that him? Yeah, that is Dan versus Grubius Pip. Yeah, yeah. I think there's. A... Uh, yeah, it keeps cutting out. It says, uh, it "Just says shuffles network bandwidth is low." Oh, that's a diss. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting dissed by your by your broadband. <laughs> yep, this is beef, mate. This is oh my god, hundred percent British beef. British beef. Oh, someone's um also asking. There's getting a lot of questions actually coming in. Oh, and lots of comments. Yeah, the t- the teacher versus student battle was a good one. Someone says I like gold teeth. Yeah. Um, and someone's asked that. Some <laughs> they've been asking about um. Like is casual racism acceptable in uh, battles if it's comedic? It's a good question. It's sort of like the 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 rule in battle rap, or you know what's said at least, is that there is no line. You can sort of say whatever. Um, casual racism is absolutely you know a thing in battle mm-hmm. raps. You know, kind of you know no matter what race you are or whatever. Um, there are lines I would say you'd be very cautious to tread. Like things like, you know, an actual slur, an actual yeah. slur that holds a lot of weight, you know, um, would, would be something that I would say, if you do that, then you'll probably get booed off stage. Like probably yeah. the only situation in which you would is if you do that or, or, yeah. or you know, worse. I mean, because you're, you're doesn't really matter in the context it's just sort of holds so much weight that you, you know, some things you literally can't say mm-hmm. but making jokes about you know generally about skin color is is completely acceptable and done and you know within that situation um because it kind of is like it's, it's meant to be a great leveling field you know yes. everyone can say anything about anyone so we're all in this you know i, I doubt you'd really get a truly racist battle rapper because they'd have to be in a place that was full of so many different ethnic backgrounds. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just being in the, in the event, you'd, you'd be, you know, uh, around so many people who you'd hate. So I don't think you would even entertain doing it really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's light racism, but it's all in good fun. If that's friendly racism. Yeah, we can all deal with a bit of casual, light-hearted racism. You know, none That's of that. It. What we kind of say is that, like, your your line in battle raps is should be really your line in real life. Like, if you think you were friends with someone who was black and you would make a joke about them being black and you think they'd be okay with it, then yeah. then trust your instincts. But like, you know, don't go around and spur off horrible race hate because then people <laughs> are going to think you're a racist. Like, it's it's just yeah. you know, it's kind of common sense, but. You're allowed to push the envelope, but you know, don't push it too crazy. Oh, that just reminds me, your your uh, sketch 
um, with Marlo, your racist sketch. Um, oh, I'm not being racist. I'm not being racist is incredible. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's uh honestly there's been quite a few times where i've um been inebriated um with friends or at parties and i've been like look at this you gotta watch this or i've pulled up (laughs) yeah it's comedy gold you're the reason it's got any views yeah yeah there's uh, i think i'm at least 50 of the 75 views (laughs) uh okay so um it's it's glitching out yeah, I think you just answered that. Someone, there's more. I think, I don't know. Maybe we've got a racist, uh, subtly racist audience here because there's a lot of questions about race. <laughs> I um, did bring it up, I suppose. Yeah, I I wanted to ask something actually. I was I noticed you mates with uh, Robbie Williams, right? Yeah, yeah. Is he is he, is he uh, going to go into battle rapping with you? Do you think? Can you see that happening? Yeah, he might do. You know, it's never too late. <laughs> it's never too late. He's um, yeah. He, he's a big battle rap fan. He he knows everything about it. He's he's super into it. Really? And, um, he, yeah. He followed me a little while ago, and it was so surreal because you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, pe- people within battle rap sort of know me. But even if like like an American battle rapper knows me, sometimes I'm taken aback. So you know, I, I'm not like. A, a star and I'm not like a celebrity I'm not even on the Z list you know what I mean so so when, when I got followed by Robbie Williams I was just like what do you mean what do you mean Robbie Williams has followed you you know this is a glitch and so then I had to like I told my girlfriend and, and we were talking about it and then I messaged him and just was like alright mate my mum's a big fan and then just sort of like the conversation just happened and then um, yeah we were just talking about writing and rap and how he's into it and then he, he was just like i you know i said you want to grab a beer forgetting that he was teetotal and then he went uh, and grabbed it we just went and uh, met up at his hotel room and uh, had a lovely evening and then cool. yeah and then uh, yeah it was really nice he, he gave my parents like tickets to go see his show and we all went to see him and he hung out with us for a bit before yeah really really nice guy and uh yeah sick guy just loves rap battles loves it Oh, you should. Oh, if you could get him on, I, I sorry, Marlo, but um, you know, if you could have, uh, if Marlo could forgive you and allow him to be your partner for one, for one doubles, that would be. Hey, look, maybe, maybe. Let's see how how bored he gets in lockdown, and, and maybe if he's he gets yes. dangerously bored to the point where he's written a whole verse of battles. Oh yeah, someone just said Robbie Williams is a good bloke, very honest. Yes, yes, I lovely guy. Um, we are literally we've gone over an hour, so and the Zoom meeting ends quite shortly. So, if there's anything you want to um, anything you want to say, or obviously promote your book as much as you can. Maybe we can stick the video on for another minute, and it won't glitch out. Let's try that. (laughs) We'll go back to. I'd I'd love to have taking my shirt off and just be here like do you know what i mean I, if i thought ahead maybe if i was more body body positive i would have gone for it um yeah look guys yeah grab grab the book it's uh the advanced rhyming dictionary it is a lot of fun it is a good book um and uh it's yeah if you if you have any interest in language at all or you know rap or poetry or anything like that or songwriting then i think it's a good book it's really good for like getting um like a creative prompt, it'll get you, uh, it'll get your brain going uh, whenever you get a bit of writer's block. 
um, yeah, check out the podcast if you get a chance. Something about rhyme. It's on um, podcast. It's on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's on my website as well, which is shuffle-t.com. Um, yeah, I'm also available to like you know write stuff if you want stuff written. Just whatever. Just hit me up. If you want anything, I'll battle you tomorrow. Just please contact me. <laughs> I'm bored. But yeah, Brilliant. so that's me. Oh, there's so many more questions. It's crazy. Um, I well. Sorry, but we're going to have to go um, in a second. You can do another so, one. Yeah, we, you know what? Let's uh, hopefully, if lockdown ends, um, if it ends, yeah. <laughs> you never. There's, know. Your, there's your optimism. <laughs> when lockdown, <laughs> lockdown ends, uh, maybe uh, yeah, you should uh, come on out, and we can do one in person where we can actually you know have a beer. That'd be great. Yeah, brilliant. I'd love that. Thank you so much for your time. And it's been a pleasure, man. Thank yeah. you. I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, man. Cheers, Ash. See ya. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that was Shuffle Tea. Thank you so much, everybody, for all of the interaction there. If you're listening to this right now, well, you're missing out because there was some actually very 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 funny comments from people and we did some interactive rhymes as you heard earlier uh i've got a few comments i'll just read out that i guess we'll save for next time i'll stay a bit longer stay a bit longer keep it going if you could choose one famous person pretend they can rap to battle with okay so we will have shuffle tea back and next time it will be in our podcast studio when lockdown is lifted so make sure you stay tuned Please follow our Instagram page. That's instagram.com forward slash shifty perspective. If you have any podcast apps such as Podbean or Apple Podcasts, etc., please uh, add shifty perspective on there to your feed so that we get the the, uh, downloads and the follows. And please also subscribe to our Facebook group shifty perspective there's two groups there's the podcast private group where you can suggest guests and there's the main page which we need to get likes and uh, so invite your friends invite people get it to grow we've got more guests coming uh other exciting guests in fact next week we have is maybe it's next week what day is it no sorry in two weeks time we have a ted talks um guy who is also a author and we yeah, have really interesting guy. Um, we've got some other comedians, musicians, some actually really, really exciting names uh, who've put themselves forward. So please, please stay tuned, follow us and stay shifty guys. Thanks a lot. See you next time.